what it is. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Episode 805 of Hard Factor. It is Monday, November 1st, 2021. Thank you for cheating on the news with us. We got Mark, Pat, Wes, and I'm Will. And if you are not subscribed to youtube.com slash Hard Factor News, today is the day because we are all in Halloween costume right now. It looks ridiculous. Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Mark is, is a vampire. Um, I'm the Joker. Will's the Joker. Pat, a sunflower. It's the snowflake of the summer. Oh, nice. Yeah, it is. And uh, Wes, uh, can you explain? You're wearing 49ers gear. And, yeah. You know, uh, I went to I was going to a watch party to, to you know, watch my Niners uh, beat the Bears. And I took a wrong turn and uh, I met up ah. with some disgruntled homeless people. And this is what happened. Today. You're all covered they, in they, shit now. I'm all uh, covered in shit. You're now. a resident yeah. of San Francisco. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a real jokesters out there. Par for the course, you know. Yeah. It's a real real Gotham City situation you got going on. Uh nice horn rim glasses though. You really really fit in the part. Thank um, you. and you're the Joker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The Joker. Got I got nothing. I mean, I'm just it's just the No, Joker. you look good. You didn't do the yeah, um, you look great. the silly uh face all the way up. Is that a, or is that a, like a later story? You're, you you're Jack Nichols. I got oh, you're Jack Joker. Nicholson yeah. Joker. I like that. Well, yeah. I mean I prefer Jack. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I know it's like people get upset when you say that. I prefer the Jack Nicholson Joker. I can't see with these prescription uh, glasses that came with my costume, so I can't tell if you dyed your mustache green. I did. You did. Green mm-hmm. mustache. I, you know, you look like uh, Blinken from uh, from what's from uh, Robin Hood Men, Men in Tights. Men in Tights. Because mm-hmm. all I can see is your face with like the blind man sunglasses. Yeah. They're welding mm-hmm. glasses. I, they're making me <laughs> nauseous. Hey, Blinken. Hey, yeah. Blinken. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There we go. Uh, I got nothing else. What do we, got? We, got, we got a shitload of news today. What we, we put a lot of, we put a lot of faith in the these costumes carrying yes. us through the cold open. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm a little loose today. I had a few Bloody Marys. <laughs> you know there I mean? we go. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Sorry about the coronavirus, too. You might think it's because of the bats, which I, but no, actually, my current profession is. Uh, working at the Wuhan lab, and I let them out. So, Day job. Day ah. job. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's get into it because we have almost too many stories to count. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, cup of coffee in the big time. All right, taking out the teeth because it's hard to talk with them. Uh, first up, the fun fact of the day: an average adult weighing 180 pounds has 1.5 gallons of blood in their body. <laughs> I'm talking about delish. Uh, and if you were to happen to lose more than 40% of your blood, uh, you're going to die, uh, which is about a little over half a gallon, right? Whoa. Uh, unless you can lose a lot of blood. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, horrible biting accidents. Uh, also, unless, unless you might not die, if uh, someone special gave you some of their blood, you might live forever. But uh, 
about a gallon and a half of blood in your system oh, if you're right. of average weight. Uh, today's holidays. Hmm. It's All Saints Day, which um, honors all the saints that uh, the, the church has deemed, whether they're recognized or not, of people that have made it to heaven. Saints that have made it to heaven. And also, uh, my favorite day of the year, it's Dia de los Muertos, a day I find hilarious as it celebrates everyone who has died. Must be nice. You know? <laughs> 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 Must be nice for them. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Um, today in history, in 1604, uh, on, on November 1st, William Shakespeare's tragedy, Othello, had its first ever performance at Whitehall Palace in London. And boy, what a show. It was wonderful. Uh, must have We must have given a 20-minute standing ovation for Big Othello, uh, the Big O. Uh, and tickets were tough to come by. Luckily, the performance was at night as well, which was nice for me. Uh, so you could attend. Good. I could attend it. That's right. Did they do that? Did they do that in blackface? Uh, you know, it's been so long. <laughs> it's, okay. it's so long. For it was sure. good. It was good. I knew um, all the men played women, right? So it was like mm-hmm. all men. Yes. It's so, been hundreds of years. You know, I forget what happened last week. Back then. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, born today, Jenny McCarthy in 1972. Uh, she's not a big fan of any vaccine, not, not even mentioning the COVID one. She thinks they give you autism, but hey, you don't have to be smart when you look like this, okay? Uh, so uh, oh yeah, uh, mm. can we start talking? Can we admit it's time to get into the Christmas spirit, uh, Wes and Rad Dad, or is it too soon? Because uh, Jenny and Santa look soon. like they're having a good time. I'm in here. it. I'm yeah. in it. I'm ready to celebrate. Yeah. Is I mean, okay? Jenny McCarthy looks great. <laughs> it's uh, way too soon for Christmas. Deck the halls, so, you know? Yeah. We're, we're literally in our Halloween costumes. I right. mean, take a look at Jenny and Santa here. Uh, she's making me <laughs> merry. She makes me so hard I could stake myself, if you know what I mean. Is my nose growing? <laughs> you know? uh, uh, deaths today are absolutely zero vampires. None today. Uh, let's move on to the honorable mentions. Uh, lots of sex workers were shamed since we last talked on Friday. 30-year-old Victoria Snooks Treese, mother of two children at Sand Lake Elementary School in Florida, has been banned from the Florida school's after-school volunteer program she was working at because of an anonymous letter from a, quote, concerned parent that outed her OnlyFans account. Um, Mm. And if you ask me, she's the type of person you'd want to be working the school things or whatever just to be around. Uh, Yeah, so someone snitched on her. Yeah, Yeah, very pleasant on the eyeballs there. The OnlyFans. The only what are you trying to do to me today, Mark? So, yeah. Uh, but she's planning on suing the school system for $1 million or one month salary for her. Hmm. You know what I mean? Wait, so How she works, though. I feel like the school is allowed to fire her for an OnlyFans. She's not a parent, right? She's she, she works just at the a volunteer. No, she's a parent of two students at the school, and she likes to volunteer at the school. And her day job is doing OnlyFans at, uh, on the oh, side. She's just and a volunteer. She, she just comes in and helps the kids. But so one of the parents got too horned up by her. So they snitched on her. And they're like, oh, we can't have a, a, a person whose job is OnlyFans volunteering for five-year-olds to clean hmm. up blocks. I mean, what's, so, yeah. what's the argument there? Like, uh, no, there's no argument. Like, she's doing the shit that we do uh, in our bedroom just on camera instead Correct. of off camera. Correct. I think that like especially at that age, I think the argument is like if it was like middle school, the kids would all be like staying after and getting boners and trying to, you know, get her number and boner. But with five year olds, can she just volunteer at the fucking school? You know? It's just the comfortability level. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, it's driving the women the other women crazy as well. As long as OnlyFans yeah. exist the, the complaints right. jealousy I mean, and complaints of the OnlyFans models yeah. I, will be they formed a union against this woman, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't want her to exist. I Way too <laughs> sexy to be at the PTA. <laughs> Get out of here, lady. <laughs> I, I don't agree with it in in theory, but like I could see the argument if she was in like, you know, 
actual porn. If she was in the mm-hmm. porn biz, then she right. might have some associates who were shady, yeah. right? If she well, was I like mean, going OnlyFans usually, eh, I mean, a lot of people if you're doing are. it at your that's house. Still, that's even a stretch there, Pat. Yeah, if, if she was filming porns at the school, maybe. Um, you hear that well, was? You think, you th- is she, what's she suing for? A million dollars or one month's salary because she, okay, she, so she makes a ton on OnlyFans. Interesting. Yeah, she's, mm. Also, honorable mention, sex worker shaming. This guy from Amazon over the weekend was fired uh, when a video when this video went viral. I'll just play it for you. Go on. No. Mm-mm. You're in the clean? Yeah, I'm in the graphics. It's, my internet's a little slow mm. today. I was working on the costume. Here we go. Is it working? Oh, this yeah, guy. Cool. I know there this guy. it is. Yeah, it's yeah, moving. Yeah, look at her. We see a chick open the door for her. Yeah, he opened the door. He opened the back of the Amazon truck for her, and she walks right out. Bye, Bye honey. Yeah, and so yeah, so clearly what happened there was that Amazon <laughs> delivery van was a rocking right before, and um, she looked like a satisfied customer to me. But Amazon fired him because they're like, you can't have hookers in the back of our Amazon delivery trucks. So, well, how do they know it was a hooker? Did you yeah. see the video? It did kind of. Kind of looked like a hooker. Did you it see did. the video? But, you, mean, but it could have been his girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To me, it's like, um, did they open up the packages and have sex inside the boxes? Because if not, it's okay. Right. Yeah. They shouldn't have been fired. How it's did they get hard, such a clear adults. shot of that? Uh, what are, because what, pro- what probably another, secu- je- another jealous person. Okay. There's like a drone following this fucking guy around, like in his car. That was a little bit weird how clear of a security camera. I think shot it's a had. balcony a cell phone shot. It's okay. probably because the van was literally going also, for 15 that could minutes. Wow. That could be a prostitute hotbed area, and that could be her beat. So the guy knows that the prostitute's always hooking up with John's. Then he sees an Amazon truck roll up. He's like, I better film this one. Mm hmm. Yeah, and then he goes yeah. back on Amazon and checks to see if there's extra revision. I got to say, it's super fun. If you ever go to Amsterdam, the best part is literally just watching the doors of the red light district. Like, yes. not even like walking around, just watching who goes in and who passes them by. Blue light district also very fun to watch that too. Um, uh, very fun. Yes, that would be. If you lived in an area like Vindo that, watching. I could I could, yes. I could see doing a lot of videos. Yeah, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, give it a rest, though, Amazon. Vans are made for fucking, so give it a rest. Uh, anyways, he's fired. Moving on to number three is the G20 system. G20. Uh, the G20 is the group of 20 or uh, the group of the 20 like most economically successful nations who meet every once in a while to brag about how, how much money they have. Summit. Um, Morning summit. I think they also right. deal like with climate change and stuff, right? So well, yes, I mean, but they, they, they talk about but they that. as the richest are the only ones that can deal with climate change. There's also a different climate summit. The the, the G20 is to deal with economic systems around the globe. Mm. Climate's part of yeah, that. The but G20 it's not, and it's not G7. climate related. Yeah, well, G7 is part of the G20. Uh, G7 is like yeah. that's the upper echelon of that's the correct. G20. Correct. They scoff yeah. at the G13. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, it was in Rome this year, this past weekend, the G20 21. Uh, summit, uh, pretty close to Transylvania, just about 1,900 kilometers away. Some major takeaways were they talked a lot about the climate this year, Pat. Mainly, um, they compromised saying, okay, we all agree we need all G20 nations to reach net zero greenhouse gas emissions, where we produce emissions at a level that they can be organically removed by the atmosphere, oceans, and forests, but we can be flexible on the date. Let's say 2050 for the G7, uh, the group of seven rich countries, and how about we use the Term by or around mid-century for the rest of the G20, like China, Saudi Arabia, and Russia, who are okay. saying 
they, so maybe they 2060. Keep, they're like kind of kicking it down the road. They're a giving bit, themselves yeah. more room, more yeah, breathing give, room, a little okay. more breathing room. Because hey. I'm pretty sure take the pressure off. Pretty yep. sure they didn't have Greta Thunberg screaming at them at this conference. It was like a bachelor party yeah. vibe. They were right. like going out on the yachts and, and the penthouse houses, <laughs> and they're like you know mid century. Whatever. Hey, give yourself um, a little bit of time. You don't yeah. want to overpromise. Okay. It's funny. One it's thing funny I know about climate say that. change. Yeah. It's funny you say that, Will, because uh, they did a study, right? Uh, so the initial uh, processes to try to get all the countries together to fight climate change was let's set standards. So, like, hey, here's the standard. You guys have to meet it. And the hubris, right, of these leaders, you don't tell them what they have to do when it no. totally backfired. So when they started saying, do what you can, that's when they actually started seeing progress because these cats are so, uh, you know, uh, don't tell me what to do. Interesting. Right. So you're yeah. saying that by delaying the target, they're going to go faster. Try your best. They're okay. actually getting more done than saying you have to do this. We mm, agree there's a problem, Reverse but psychology. Uh, okay. we just got the new engine on the yacht, and uh, the the drinks are on ice. You right. Know? Didn't Biden <laughs> have an 85 gasoline yeah. car motorcade there? Yes. Uh, that's Yeah, but that's we're going to get to hit Biden stuff later. Uh, they ah. also two, two other things they agreed to at the G G20 summit. They agreed they should give $100 billion to poor African countries, so maybe one day they can have a representative other than South Africa. Let's take a look at the map of G20. There's uh, one African nation out of like 150, and then basically the entire rest of the map is, is G20. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The Balkans <laughs> and the stands also severely underrepresented. Sure, the but stands least, and the Balkans got nothing. Eastern Europe's fine, okay? Europe's fine. Asia's fine. All of North America, all three, three for three. The big North South Africa, America. Now, there's, there's, there's some look problems there. Look at Mexico there. in there. Yeah, Good for them. Look at Mexico. Mexico. Yep. Mexico. Yep. And Brazil and Argentina. <laughs> the America's doing well. Yes, they are. Uh, so they're going to give $100 billion to 75 African nations, okay? And then the I'm third sure thing, that won't just get corrupted in the local governments. That'll no, probably that, be totally used for good completely uh, yeah every warlord's gonna be like yes uh yeah. and the th big payday the, for the third big thing <laughs> they agreed to was uh a minimum of 15 percent global corporate tax rates so that big multinational companies like facebook and amazon can't hide in countries with no taxes that they don't really work in oh my headquarters mm -hmm. in iceland or wherever uh no right. they're gonna have a 15 percent tax rate globally now oh so. also speaking of they should probably just give china credit for africa in the g20 you know since they own basically everything in there anyways. So China yeah. should really just cover that continent too, because they're part of it, right? So. They are definitely part of it. Although um, I think another separate kind of thing was the EU and the US had a, have a, agreed to a, a, a stop uh, taxing each other's goods embargo tra uh, treaty because of they're all teaming up against China. They want to be able to trade battles and stuff, the EU and the US. Oh, yeah. so, so, I mean, they're part of the G20, no but restrictions no one likes them. Then, it's going right, to be, okay. it's everyone versus China now. Let's move on. Guys, to we crew, who created this yeah. problem? It's what it's the, it's the Eric Andre shooting somebody. And then like, who did this? Like it's, that's, that's uh, Europe and America creating China. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're going to yeah. clean it up. Well, number two is uh, <laughs> we have a silver alert as it was a tough weekend, especially online for President Joe Biden. And don't get mad at me. OK, we had a reoccurring Trump date segment. And look, the guy is almost as old as me, a vampire. Uh, mm. So he's going to take he's going to shit his pants from time to time. And we're <laughs> going to cover it like this weekend when he shit his pants while visiting the pope. Uh, he did the poop in front of the pope, allegedly. Uh, oh. So mm. hashtag poopy pants Biden was the number one trend on Twitter for a while this weekend. <laughs> so what happened? Uh, Biden met with Pope Francis this Friday as an official state visit to the Vatican for POTUS. And maybe it's the fact that he's only the second Catholic U.S. president ever. Besides 
besides JFK or, you know, the fact in, in, so that he was just excited to see the Pope or the fact that he turned 79 this month. But something happened and, Probably his, pa- the and his pants allegedly turned into the brown house. Um, let's mm. take it to the Internet where uh, here's one. How does this leak? And I mean, the information. I know, no, yeah. dude, it leaked right not, away because they, the, uh... they referred it to, uh, to it as a bathroom incident, I believe. Yes, I, yes, I, yes. Yeah. So Amy Tarkanian says uh, the word around Rome is that Biden's meeting with the Pope was unusually long because Biden had a bit of an, uh, quote, bathroom accident at the Vatican. Right. And it had to be addressed prior to him leaving. I know we joke often about this, but this is the actual rumor going around Rome right now. So someone leaked that. Um, I mean, but, there are certain secrets that they can make sure people take right. to their graves. It's right? amazing right. that his team let that get out. I mean, that's just well, pure incompetency from the, from the Biden. Well, there's always going to be. Must have been an overflowing toilet situation. It's hard to keep under wraps. Trust me, there's always <laughs> rats and bats in the cave. But um, now Amy is GOP, to point out. She's she's the representative of the GOP. She's been elected as GOP before. And this news uh-huh. did not make the other side of the aisle happy, who points to a minor presidential motorcade, which we'll mention there was a large motorcade accident as the reason for the delayed exit from the Vatican, not a bathroom accident. So here's a a tweet from the other side that says, um, if I can get it up, uh, they say this was the accident. You, if you ha- if you were honest and factual, you'd om- and uh, you'd almost be a decent human being. Almost, this is in response to Amy Amy's post, and it shows an article from the Washington Times about Biden's motorcade getting into a minor accident, leaving the Vatican, which is true. Eighty five cars. That's I a imagine lot, a lot of potential. It, imagine it could have been both, right? It could have been because the beast, the car Biden rides in, was not involved in the crash. It could have been a quick someone getting a fender better. POTUS did a notice it's in his a pants. Major, he said. Um, she said. Yeah. <laughs> So, POTUS did a notice? Yeah, like, no. Like, I know. <laughs> oh, no. I like it. Oh, no. yeah, we should reapply it to a different thing that he yeah, does. Yeah, POTUS did a notice in his pants. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know, like, regardless of political party or politics, though, I'm going to assume every story about someone shitting their pants is true. So POTUS did a grotus. Right. Yeah, POTUS did a grotus. A See, oh, it's all right. I mean, give me a, we'll give me a break, it. you know? It, you know uh, things, things didn't get much better for show online. Uh, you guys want to talk about the poop? I got more. I got more. POTUS, oh, yeah, POTUS did a blotus yeah. in his um, shit. Yeah. All over his scrotus. Uh, look, <laughs> think... <laughs> <laughs> things things didn't get much better for Joe online uh, from an airplane. And I'm not talking about Air Force One, a pilot on the Southwest Airlines on a Southwest Airlines flight from Houston to Albuquerque on Friday morning, allegedly said, quote, let's go, Brandon, as a sign off for the flight, which is code for fuck Joe Biden. Uh, that did not sit well with a few people on the flight, such as Colleen Long, who was writing an article at the time this about the so Let's Go ridiculous. Brandon phenomenon. She was writing an article about Let's Go Brandon and how it's taken off. And she tweeted she tweeted this. Um, the pilot she, said it. She said, uh, TFW, you're trying to go on vacation. And then the pilot says the very thing you're working on over uh, the loudspeaker and you have to try to get his comment, but then almost get removed from the plane. And then she further elaborated. The reason I almost got removed from the plane is because I demanded the flight attendants open the locked cockpit. She's wanted, slamming on the cockpit. Yeah. She goes, I was being a, a bit of a psycho. Um, so yeah. So the pilot allegedly uh, decided that it would be fun 
to say, have a nice vacation and let's go. I Brandon. mean, amongst Republican <laughs> guys, let's go. Brandon is like the a, thing. The right thing. Now. Yes, they say it all the time. Yeah, it's, it, it, they're, they're dropping. Let's go. Brandon's like casually constantly. And, I personally and, don't want someone who's as dumb as this pilot who's hanging at the Southwest Southwest pilot out uh, like lounge with all of his other fellow Republican Southwest pilots. And he's like, I'm going to do it, man. It's going to be hilarious. And then is immediately dismissed from probably his uh, probably going to get fired. He's probably yeah, right. going to get fired. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll bring up that next. Another call. Remember the other. Uh, Regardless of your politics, you want a smart pilot. Remember you know? the other super Republican pilot that said like the cars, uh, the, like Priuses are. But he gay, that was a hot mic. He was talking about yeah. San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I would say I would say I want the pilot with the best piloting skills. I don't right. give a fuck about their politics at all. Again, so, uh, yeah. exactly, Will. I don't care I if he's agree. saying, let's go Brandon in his head. The fact that he's saying yeah. it out loud shows a lack of judgment for his job. Yeah, right. Southwest, Southwest personnel are notoriously a little goofy. They are. They also are anti-vax mandate, the company itself. So, like, they've been talking shit to the Biden administration for a few weeks now. Uh, this guy dropping the let's go Brandon on Southwest, honestly, not that surprising. Yeah. Well, Southwest Airlines has come out with a statement saying, quote, Southwest does not condone employees sharing their personal political opinions while on the job serving our customers, especially when comments are divisive or offensive and they're vowed to investigate the incident. He's probably going to get fired. But um, it's not great for Joe if airline pilots and House of Representative members are just openly dropping. Let's go, Brandon, while on their Mm -hmm. jobs. Yeah. It's not great for him. You ever been on a Southwest flight? There's, yeah. there's, I've never seen a more it's, group, a group of more delighted people than Southwest passengers when the uh, stewardess gets on and starts like making jokes and funnies. They are they're just, guilty. they're just delighted. Sometimes they, they have whole routines. You know, they do. Yeah. yeah. And this guy yeah. just take it. He took it to a very personal political routine. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, yeah. Speaking of that, Mark, I mean, the reason he's dealing with all this bullshit and leaks, probably his approval ratings sunk to the lowest it's been so far. It's forty one percent on average, which is only. Three percent better than what Trump was at at this point in his presidency. So they both suck, is what you're saying? Yeah, cool. According to Americans, yeah. All right. Lastly, before we get to the cream of the crop, let's check in on his son. Maybe things are going well with Hunter. Nope. No. No, they're not. (laughs) He had an art show and a fancy art exhibit in Soho, New York City. Apparently, not many people uh, showed up. Uh, Hunter has 25 pieces ranging. In the low, low rate of 75K at the floor to 500K for a piece. So that's the price. <laughs> that's what, and he's got. And people uh, are buying them, though. Even though nobody showed five, up. To allegedly, the five people have bought in the 75K ones. Um, hey, that's not bad. I got to be honest. It's not, it's not bad. bad. It's better than I could do. Yeah. Um, he's sure. got his exhibit up in Soho for the next two weeks. Then he's taken it to Berlin. Uh, the big show to Berlin, the George Burgess, probably not pronouncing that correctly. The George Burgess gallery in Soho, where his exhibit is reporting reportedly up at not, not reportedly up at that's where it's at reportedly received $500,000 in SBA COVID disaster loans and close to 80 K in paycheck protection loans. That's 580 K in loans for COVID. They have two employees. Mm. Oh wow. man, they got paid well over did, COVID break. Did you see the uh, the 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 release of Austin music venues and what they got during COVID? Oh, Probably not that much. Load, oh, so much, and oh, so I took it so fucking personally because, like, a lot of them, after working in the music business there for ten years, never heard of, never mm. heard of these venues that got mm. a well, million bucks. Why does, why does an art gallery need that much money and the and the paycheck protection of like? 80k if they have two employees. It's the arts, Every, Mark. You wouldn't. Understand. Everyone got that cash, yeah. Mark. It's, the it's arts, not just Mark. this art okay. gallery. Everyone okay. got it. Well, now it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Not that. Sorry, I clicked <laughs> the wrong button. 
That's a spoiler for someone else's story. Cool. Uh, yeah. The cream of the crop. <laughs> Did it play? Yeah. It was yeah. a whole joke. Oh. Well, I, I didn't, didn't see it. No that. one read I didn't it. See it. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> sunflower. Uh, you're, you're acting real sunny today. The cream of the crop this weekend. Uh, Kim Kardashian and it's Pete Mar- Davidson. Mark's, you got you to forgive Mark's vampire claws. They're giving him trouble. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, give me a break. Uh, this weekend, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson were seen holding hands and cuddling on a roller coaster at a Halloween theme park. And I don't want to live in this bullshit simulation anymore. Reboot me on a more normal metaverse, please. Pete Davidson, no. really? Uh, what is this guy? Just all knows? I don't get Perfect. it. I don't get it. Of, of all the things I've seen over the centuries, this is by far the worst. This is worse than the potato famine. Pete Davidson <laughs> with a, a billion dollar woman with a trillion dollar ass. I don't want to be around it anymore. Hey, Pete Davidson, man, he's just like, he's like the golden dick of his generation. And he's just going to, he's just getting passed around. That stupid song by Ariana Grande. It's like when you're in a high school and you get like the hot chick to say you're a good kisser or a good lay. Ariana Grande had a number one hit that said he has a big dick. Pete's going to be living off it forever. And now he's set for life. Well, I, I I would be willing to bet that Pete Davidson has a Robert Johnson style crossroads situation somewhere in his past. He Davidson absolutely mm-hmm. traded his soul for oh, you think? Yeah, the ability to bed whichever uh, megastar that he would like. Because you don't really get it on the surface, right? No. When you see Pete Davidson, I, you're like, I get I don't it. Really get he's it. different, but nah. he's he's not. I, don't but get yeah, it. no, I don't. At the same he's point, he's got the if, dead eyes. He's suicidal. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'll, it's like I'll, a, I'll put it a this restaurant. Way. You got to try. You know who doesn't <laughs> get it? Comedians, because I guarantee you, in the comedian community, they're like, "What the fuck, man." We've been being comedians for well, two hundred years. Not like it's that. not no just, one's. I mean, he's, no one's yeah. batting this this average. Pat, it's not just right. the comedian community. He's not killing it on the on like the improv. No one gets it. He's, it's, no one gets it. He's right. No like he's it. he's frequently the worst part of sketches. And, I bet differ. I think so, like, you have a bias. He, no, I think that like people largely agree he's not the funniest guy in the world. No, not the funniest, but he's talented. He's, he's got something. Not I, this. I mean. I don't get it. Uh, Kim Kardashian has got a big butt. There's plenty of guys out there with big dicks. I don't know why she's got to go for Pete Davidson. The guy's a, right. a mis- but, miserable, depressing little guy. I mean, it's like it's like in a lot of those in a lot of porns, <laughs> porns you see. Uh, sometimes the girl just has to see the penis, and that's the only right. thing. They got to see that dick. I that gold drives them. That might yeah. be. That's what Ari- yeah. that's what Ariana Grande did. That's what she yeah. did. Thank yeah. you, Next. Uh, today's cup of coffee was brought to you by Paint Your Life. Uh, and if you mortals with your short lives want to give the best gift you possibly can, send a world-class painting from PaintYourLife.com at a very affordable cost. You'll remember it for the rest of your puny little lives. I discovered PaintYourLife.com, <laughs> and, uh, and I've been uh, using it you know, since it's been around. You get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price. You choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is perfect. It's a user-friendly platform, lets you order a custom-made hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes. And guess what? The whole process, it'll be shipped to your door for free about, in about three weeks. So... Not bad. It makes the perfect birthday, anniversary, or wedding gift. How about Christmas? You saw the Jenny McCarthy picks. It's coming up soon. Uh, meaningful, personal, and Mark, can be cherished forever. What's up? Would you say that uh, these Paint Your Life uh, portraits and paintings immortalize any moment? They not, they're not. Yes, they're not only immortalize every moment, <laughs> but I wouldn't get one of me behind a mirror. You know, well, Mark, mirror, you, know you couldn't saying? get one at it's all. I don't know how. I don't <laughs> know how you could use the platform because you know uh, photography for, you, uh, uses a mirror to take photographs. He, ma- he makes gifts of them. I usually so he gets let let in a, a door. 
I usually get my, uh, my my castle is usually the one I get painted, mm-hmm. not not me. Wise right. wise right. choice. Uh, at paintyourlife.com, there's no risk if you don't love the final painting. Your money is refunded, guaranteed. And right now, as a limited time offer, get twenty percent off your painting. That's right, twenty percent off and free shipping. Come on, on a painting, get out of here. To get this special offer, text the word "factor" to sixty four thousand. That's "factor" to sixty four thousand. Uh, paint your life, celebrate the moments that matter most. Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com/terms. Again, text text factor. Factor to sixty four thousand. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, guys. Last week we talked about how the former princess of Japan, Princess Mako, had to give up her royal title because yes. she wanted to marry a commoner named Kai. Uh, yeah, she couldn't even take the "You're dead to us" severance package of one point three million dollars that's traditionally given to traders. I mean, royals that marry for love. Because the money, uh, the $1.3 million, comes through the Japanese taxpayers, and those taxpayers were so pissed <laughs> that, that she was marrying Kai in the first place uh, that news of the engagement set off three years of public protests And uh, because the princess was going to marry a commoner named Kai. so Kind of like a Markle situation, in a way. Similar, but it's, way yeah. more hardcore. Well, who's uh, more unbelievable, Kai or Pete Davidson? <laughs> they're, right, they're neck and neck, these two. Yeah. Just mind-boggling that these guys are getting it. I don't know. I mean, Kai is out there taking <laughs> yeah. care of business. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Uh, but yeah, so $1.3 million, they didn't even get that, I guess, because it was just a bad look. They were like, look, the public's already been protesting your engagement for three years. Do you really think that we should give you the one point three of their money? Uh, probably not, right? Um, so yeah, at the end of the day, Princess Mako, I'm sorry, former Princess Mako, I got to correct that. She's right. just got Kai. Uh, so Kai, right? Let's talk about him. Earlier this year, Kai graduated from Fordham Law School, an institution I have a lot of respect for, as it's where my grandfather got his law degree from and where my baby mama finished her bachelor's degree. Mm. So I was surprised when a source close to Kai leaked that Kai did not pass the bar exam. Uh, results came out over the weekend, uh, which is something that, look, the bar exam's really hard. There's no doubt about it, and there's no shame in not nailing it the first time. But I feel like when you pull your girl away from a life of literally being a princess because of your weak bloodline, you got to nail the bar exam. Am I, am I right? Yeah. yeah. But it happens, well, right? How many, did, people, he take how many it people, again? did he take it again? Right, how many people would go on to get it? This is his first swing at the bar. Oh, so he just re- – oh, no. Was this after yeah. she had to turn down the 1.3? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was last week. Must be impossible in Japan, though, to pass the bar. <laughs> oh, no, it was she, here in New York City. Oh, was it? Oh, yep, she, it was here in New York City. He was probably telling her, don't oh, worry, man, I'm going to pass it's, the bar. It's a lot more people than I thought pass on their first time. It's 74.8%. Well, yeah, in this particular running, it was like 5,600 passed out of 9,300 uh, that tried it. Kai was in the mm. wrong end of that. Yes, yeah, so you're in the lower 35. And how many of those 9,300 were married to a princess? Probably just right. Kai. Zero. Uh, Zero. No, just, Kai. just Kai. Just Kai. Yeah. Just, just Kai. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's tough, right? Um, oh, no. Yeah. On the other hand, guys. <laughs> yeah, Kai but the Japanese people are loving this, man. Yeah. Like the people who were protesting Kai, they're, they're so oh, yeah. happy. They're he's so justified them, He's now. proving them right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kai had a lot on his plate, though, guys. I mean, <laughs> what with the country of Japan wishing him death and all, um, you know, it could, it could it's a lot of stress, right? Especially when you're about to take the bar exam. I'm still rooting for Kai, but I, I find I get I get pleasure that the entire island of Japan, all the islands of Japan yeah. are, are loving this. This is I mean, they're having a good time with it. 
again, no shame in the game for failing the bar. It's all good. I, I know I couldn't imagine how hard it is. I'm just saying, if you're Kai, you're you're wishing these results came next month. Kai right? has to pass it. No shame for anyone but oh, the guy who just to. stole a princess and her in dow and dowry or endowment, whatever it's called, and took her away from a life of, of oh of no luxury. Way more than 1.3 million. She lost yeah. Mark. That was just the uh, the, was the never talk to us again money. Yeah, right. More he, like he, can, he can't go back to Japan unless he gets in unless he passes the bar. Yeah, not I, legally. Yeah, no, he's. Never he can't even unless... get a smile from a Japanese American in New York. They hate him too, probably. Mm-mm. So, so wait, let me get this straight. You you relocated here to New <laughs> Are York. Are you Kai? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, so you could be a lawyer here. And what what happened? My grandfather's rolling over in his fucking grave, Kai. Come on, squishing their sushi in anger. <laughs> Have some pride, Kai. Right, uh, guys, oh. taking it to the internet. Uh, Prince uh, Akashino uh, Fuhimoto. Who's the father of Princess Mako? Um, he he tweeted something kind of interesting, uh, no and way. he doesn't have a lot of tweets. But uh, let me see if I can find it. Mark put it up just a second ago, and it seems <laughs> oh, to have shit. disappeared. Right. No, it's on the bottom. From I, can, situa- I can get it for oh, you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, uh, "Prince, yeah, Prince uh, Ekishono said, um, how to say I told you so without having to say I told <laughs> <Yeah>. you so.' <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, That's for his daughter, Kai. Prince." Yeah. yeah, I mean, Oof. look, it's great. It's great for the nation of Japan. This is a unifying event for them, the hatred of Kai. I still am rooting for Kai, <laughs> though, to bounce back. I think it would be great to see this go on forever. What if Kai, yeah. leave, I mean, what if Kai leaves her because she's not that valuable anymore? What if Kai dumps her? <laughs> He's going to. <laughs> yeah, what if I mean, Kai there's no her? guy. Can you imagine? He will. There's no guy that's ever felt worse not hitting the bar exam, right? Like, that's, that's going to yeah. be the worst uh, you didn't I, you pass results. I don't think Kai really gets down on himself too much. I think no. Kai just, he's, he's unfazable, probably. Oblivious. Yeah. It's like, Kai, needs, Kai needs to get a Shibu Inu yesterday and bring it home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kai needs, to, you know what Kai needs to do? He needs to uh, get a pickup truck, drive off into the mountains somewhere, not bother anyone. Uh, kind of <laughs> like uh, I'm going to be doing when I get my new truck. Uh, I used to have a truck, oh, yeah. uh, Silverado, sick, sick vehicle. I loved it to death. My uh, herbalist uh, from Whole Foods, uh, Fawn, he actually ended up totaling it when he sideswiped me. Um, pulling out of the Whole Foods. So that's okay. There's no bigger relief ever than when you get in a car accident and you look in your rearview mirror and you see your herbalist walking up to talk to you about it versus some aggressive, angry person who's going to start a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, what's up, Fawn? He said, oh, man, I'm sorry. Anyway, if I still had my truck, guys, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be decking it out with oh, yeah. Decked. Uh, yeah, that's that's right. They're a new sponsor. Decked is a, uh, is a company that brings an insane drawer system to the back of pickup trucks, to the beds. It's a drawer system that's weatherproof, so it protects and secures all your stuff from Mother Nature, uh, who can be a real mother, let's be honest. Deck makes organizing, uh, accessing uh, everything in the back of your truck completely seamless, and uh, each of Deck's two full bed-length truck drawers can carry about 200 pounds of whatever you got. The drawers roll out waist-high, giving you easy access to your organized tools and gear. And the deck drawer system keeps your gear secure. Mm. So if your tailgate is locked, you can't open the drawers uh, and you can't remove the system. Drawer locks are made available for added security and peace of mind. It's 100% uh, made in the USA, backed by a lifetime no-hassle warranty with a second-to-none customer service team ready to answer all your questions. So essentially, you can get on, you can go on deck.com 
Uh, check out the drawer system. This is the type of drawer system that you're going to buy for your pickup, and you're never going to have to buy another accessory for the bed at your pickup. It's mm. going to become like a permanent installation because this stuff is really high quality, oh, yeah. really well built, and it's going to make your life easier, especially if you're in and out of your truck all the time. That was one of my favorite things when I had a truck was uh, having it have a ton of utility, right? right? So I would, uh, I would kill to have uh, the deck system. Well, and uh, if you're a city, if you're an urban truck guy and there's a lot of people snooping around, you can lock this sucker up. In your oh, truck, man. Yeah, you could put your hunting gear in there, your sports stuff, whatever you haul, right? So, so safe. Yeah, it's Secure. totally safe. And it sits so you can still use the bed of the truck. That's the coolest part about it, right? Because it sits mm-hmm. on the on the floor of the, uh, of the bed. Uh, just be a little bit less deep, but um, you can have a ton of storage. So uh, protect your stuff like I do, or I'm going to when I get my new truck once this Sheba sells. Uh, and you're going to get your deck drawer system, guys, at decked.com slash hardfactor. And uh, you get free shipping, which is insane because this is heavy AF. This stuff is heavy. This is uh, this type of stuff you don't want to pay for shipping for, and we got right. you covered so go to deck.com slash hardfactor, get free shipping, get your drawer system. Uh, that's deck.com slash hardfactor. Great deal. Great Check deal. the stuff out. It's really awesome. Indeed. Get in there, truck guys. All right, fellas, uh, we're from Virginia. Um, well, you know, like we at least all went to high school there. Originally um, Transylvania, but we just spent some time right. there. Yeah. But then Virginia for at least a little bit. Um, <clears throat> have you guys been following the uh, Virginia governor's race this year at all? Yes. Okay. A little bit. So. You have. Okay, so I'm going to summarize for people who haven't, because uh, we haven't talked about it on the show yet. Terry McAuliffe is the Democratic candidate uh, who's been expected to win very easily in this upcoming Tuesday's election, uh, despite running to replace fellow Democrat uh, Ralph Blackface Northam. Uh, so, uh, but even though McAuliffe was expected to win very easily, all of a sudden, um, he's behind in the polls. Uh, so the latest predicted odds have uh, Republican uh, Glenn Youngkin at 53 cents. And I think it's even going up higher than that. And they have Terry McAuliffe, Democrat candidate at 49 cents. Now, McAuliffe oh. had been leading this. Look at this. I mean, he mm. was up 75. People were so confident of this up until about, you know, three, four days ago. The flip happened on the 29th. OK, Friday the 29th. And uh, we're going to talk about a little bit what happened on that day. Uh, But now Youngkin is so far ahead, he's expected to win like the highest bracket for percent of uh, victory. I'm predicted is Youngkin by more than 3%. So uh, if you, if you think that you know what's going on there, go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 40, and you can match up to 40 bucks. If that promo code is not working, that promo, you have to go to that URL. If that URL is not working yet, just DM them and us. Uh, but they can match up to 40 if you want to get in on this. And it's a coin flip right now uh, with McAuliffe, the Democrat, who was expected to win easily, now behind. And you get a little bit more than a double up on that. Um, and so the weirdest part about this flip, guys, is that most voters cite education as the reason that they flipped from Republican to, or from Democrat supporting uh, McAuliffe to Republican Glenn Youngkin, which doesn't make much sense since education is usually a Democrat issue. Um, but McAuliffe uh, has been sunk like a rock in the polls in recent months after supporting teachers over parents um, all over the state this summer and fall. Uh, so weird switch uh, Republican who's looking likely to win based on education of all issues. Um, but if you thought that's the weirdest part of this election. It's not even close. Taking it to the Washington Post from Friday night, October 29th, um, you notice the day of the flip of the race. Um, <clears throat> Washington Post, Virginia politics section. 
Lincoln Project organized a group to carry torches at Youngkin event in Charlottesville. So you guys see the picture there. That's a Glenn Youngkin uh, campaign bus. And then in front of it is five people dressed like the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville from you know a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but two of them, one's a black guy and one is a woman. Um, and they're mm-hmm. all dressed you as sure? though. Yes. You want to pull that up again, Pat? No, I believe you. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah. Um, yeah. Does, does all, appear to be black, yeah. Right. They're all dressed as though they're there to be racist on behalf of Glenn Youngkin. Um, so it's very odd that the Lincoln Project would choose those five people specifically. Um, it's like like robbing a bank and wearing half the disguise. If you're trying to fool somebody, wouldn't you try to fully fool them instead of making it very obvious that it was fake? I don't know. Um, it, yeah, it's hard Lincoln, to understand. The Lincoln Project's... They're always doing goofy shit. You're, you're, you're right, yeah. Mark. But let's see. Was it the Lincoln Project? Uh, because taking it to the Internet, uh, local NBC reporter Elizabeth Holmes, who has the same name as former Theranos, the, the, you know, the shitty Theranos CEO, uh, she first reported the Tiki Torch crew at the Yunkin event in Charlottesville saying that they were all yelling, we're all in for Glenn. So Elizabeth Holmes tweets, uh, these men approached at Glenn Yunkin's bus. It pulled up saying what sounded like we're all in for Glenn. She works for NBC. Later on, she retweets that with the statement from the Lincoln Project saying that they're claiming, uh, you know, they're claiming that they did it. And it's because Glenn Young is a Trump supporter. They claimed it. They claimed it ISIS style. So which which then made people be like, hmm, okay." And then some chick named Lauren Windsor, who's a, a Democratic operative or something, admits she was in on it, too, with the Lincoln Project. So let's check her out. She's part of the Young Turks Network. She says, in my capacity as communications consultant, I work with Lincoln Project to coordinate today's Youngkin action in Charlottesville. I joined them in the fight to defend our democracy from right-wing extremists and call for Glenn Youngkin to denounce Trump's very fine people. Okay, Um, so here's a little bit about uh, Lauren Windsor. Here's her blog. It's just her draped in an American flag. About Lauren, um, she's agnostic, bisexual, a fashionista, a hapless romantic, a progressive pugilist, swamp slayer, Southern by birth, Southern Californian by the grace of Gaia, and currently in exile in the swamps of D.C. Oh and she's basically God. like a Project Veritas one. person uh, for the Democrats. She like fakes. She does like she does shit like this. She fakes shit. Here's somebody saying what she does. Ian Masters says the Wonder Woman of Democratic politics who stands up to Republican bullies has infiltrated the Koch brothers in her sanctum, exposing Koch whores and all the afflicting, the, the comfortable and comforting of the afflicted. I um, bet the Koch whore story was fantastic, though. I'm missed, sure it was. I missed that one, but that was pretty good. Oh, it's just I, a term for it's, it's just a term for people that are in the Koch brothers pockets. Oh, mm-hmm. these dirty little Koch whores. Okay. Right. Unfortunately, not cocaine. Actually, the Koch brothers, the libertarians. Spelled Koch. So Wonder Woman fell a little bit short on this one. If she really was the one leading it, let's see who else coordinated this uh, insanely stupid stunt, taking it to the Internet one more time for one of the dumbest people in Congress, uh, uh, Democratic Rep Eric Swalwell out of California. We've talked about this guy. This guy is the one who got fooled, uh, you know, by Fang Fang, the Chinese Mm -hmm. spy who he was sleeping with. Um, so here's what he's, he had tweeted and still hadn't deleted as of the time of taping. He retweets somebody <laughs> named, uh, named at Charlie Olaf. And we'll get back to Charlie Olaf in a second. But Eric Swalwell tweets birds of a feather. He quote tweets, uh, 
Charlie Olaf tweets says, wow, at a campaign stop for Glenn Youngkin this morning and people were holding tiki torches and chanting, we're all in for Glenn. Disgusting reference to the 2017 Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville. So Eric Swalwell retweets this guy at Charlie Olaf. <clears throat> and it's really weird what happened to this Charlie Olaf kid uh, because here's where he shows up next. Uh, Andy No, who's a conservative uh journalist he, he, he's the guy he, that he, antifa always beats up beats up yeah. right <laughs> he points out he's always getting he's always going right in the middle of an antifa rally and getting like right. th shit thrown at him and he's like i got beat up again by antifa exactly like, yeah, and he's always in the middle of it yeah, yeah. exactly you probably go to the on but this yeah. is what he points out about at charlie olaf at charlie olaf is a social media manager for at terry mcauliffe the guy running for democrat uh on <laughs> in governor of virginia um so he basically like coordinated this shit, um, this fake wow. thing. And he is on the Terry McAuliffe team, the guy running uh -oh. for governor. Uh, finally, we're going to take it to Charlie Olaf's uh, at Charlie Olaf's latest profile update. Um, it's, it's private. Missed. It's now. gone. Yeah, it's private. Yeah. Now, these tweets are protect protected and he's got two followers uh, and he lives at I'm sorry. His location is, I'm sorry. He, he lives it, I'm sorry. Oh, he, so, blew, he blew the whole race. <laughs> yeah. So, like, okay. And, 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 oh, then, and then you Charlie. go back to the, oh, it was Lincoln Project. At least two of the five Tiki Torch actors have been identified as employees of the Democratic Party in the state of Virginia as of the time of taping. So they work for some arm of the Democratic Party in the state. Uh, the names are Colleen Washenfeld and Camden Layton. The ones that have been identified so far. Lots of people are comparing it to the Jussie Smollett incident. Yeah, uh, it's it's mm. not. It's, see, to me, it's not nearly as as bad as the Jussie Smollett incident. Nor is it like that surprising. It's surprising how how bad they executed and how easily they got caught. It's, it's to ridiculous. Me, to me, it's like that's kind of like political dirty pool, like running it, like running an ad. But how dumb like do you smears, have to be to do it this way? That's so obviously not a well executed job. They had a black guy in there and a uh, woman. And then, it, and then they also <laughs> had people that were identifiable in there. Like yeah, that people for, who yeah. work for the party. It's you, insane. That's a really poorly <laughs> done job in, in a very big race. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, uh, whether it was that that happened on Friday when the, when, the, when the polls flipped in Virginia or whether it's just Biden sort of dragging McAuliffe down. A lot of people are blaming Biden for it. Um, it's not that's that. What's it's not that. No. So, so it's it's not as simple as education, right? So it's specifically like the dog whistle issue of critical race theory in schools, like, and the Republicans identified and that they could use for it. and masks in schools, it's, right? It's, but it's, 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 but it's the education thing specifically. It's like whether or not this is happening in a lot of places is just not happening. The Republicans saw, oh, this is a messaging thing where we can absolutely make it a battle, regardless of. Standing up for teachers, being like, "Hey, sure. dude, yes, the teachers should be able to teach what they want." I'd imagine Let's this doesn't this. help, though. Right? But I think this, that what this, this is this, this is makes the Democrats look pretty dumb. Well, this is the Democrats doing what people said they would never do, right? Which is fight dirty. This is their right. attempt at what? it. So that. What do you mean? Who says what? the Democrats would never so fight So everyone dirty. for the last 10 years, bro. Well, I think both sides fight somewhat dirty. <laughs> oh, that's they dirty. both gerrymander. That's, they both do yeah, all that's, kinds that's of why shit. I've never heard that in my life. That's what I'm saying. I will, no, I, I would say that the Democrats fight, probably fight dirty is like using uh, using no. they well, said in the Trump campaign. They said in the Trump campaign. They want to win. It, it, like, again, I don't think it's super surprising that you would do something like this. I think it's surprising that who was involved in, in it, right? Like someone yeah, on the I mean, campaign. They got caught. Yeah. It yeah, just shows caught, how yeah. dumb they are.
Like it was, this was such a poorly thought out plan that obviously was going to backfire from the start. And then they're, they're like scrambling to like ISIS style claim responsive. It's just ridiculous. It just shows, it shows people who've lost their minds basically. So. Well, the, the bigger issue is potentially that the, uh, and this is what people are looking at is, is the Biden agenda is it going to lose races? And and that's what these guys are using is the Biden agenda in Virginia. So like, that's the bigger concern. It's like, is like, can people what? use this one issue, which really in a lot of ways is not an issue, but make it a big issue and then flip a state. And that's what's potentially happening in Virginia. If that happens, so you're saying that it's racism is why they're the, the Republicans no, it's because are ahead it, now. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Well, boil it down to that that simple black and white. No, what I'm saying is you can pick a hot button issue, right? And you can use it politically, especially in these times right now, whether that issue is based in fact, whether it's actually happening, how it's happening. But the Republicans correctly identified this as a very hot button issue and they're running but with didn't it the saying Democrats do you care do you want as a hot do, button issue if they're trying to fake a racist thing at a Republican so, event? So first well, of right. all, two things. Again, this is I mean, that was a, a dumb move, but it was in a twenty minutes. Just have to point out those ridiculous. <laughs> Do another twenty minutes on politics. Yeah. But th- w- what happened here is you got caught saying a- an entire party is racist when it was actually you doing this. That's obviously going to rile up a party and be like, "Look at these idiots! They, they, it's not even true. They said we're racist. We're not. You know, like that. That's obviously going to backfire on you. That's not. That's not a. Right. If you get it's caught. If you get caught doing that, that's going to backfire you. Yeah. Yeah. But let's. Yeah. Come on. We really have to do a debate about Republicans and Democrats again. No, no. I, I don't want to. Yeah. I just think it is a yeah. bad play. I agree. It was, it was a terrible play. It blew up in their faces. It did. But what's? But what's? I mean. But I, don't oh, I just have to say the I'm other. Yeah, the I just point, have I to state a different side. I don't want to talk about. it. I just have to state a side. Otherwise, people would be like, "Why didn't you state your side?" But we, we, let's move on. Yeah, what, let's move yeah, on. Well, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I think both sides. I don't know if the sides were stated, but we're just we're spinning our wheels here. All right, and that story was brought to you by Mac Weldon. If you're a busy guy. Uh, stop thinking about what you're going to wear all the time and just embrace the radically efficient Mack Weldon Daily Wear System. The Daily Wear System is a selection of clothes rooted in smart design made with performance fabrics and built to work together. From breathable t-shirts and polos to stylish button-ups and shorts, underwear and beyond, Mack Weldon makes it easy for you to dress for work, leisure and play whatever your life, wherever your life takes you. And their clothes are comfortable. Uh, like the highest quality fabrics all the time. And they, and they vary it up hundred percent of the time, always high quality, always comfortable. The only pants that I trusted in the delivery room for my firstborn, uh, they've got a variety. The, the, the sweatpants you're talking about. You're damn right. I'm talking uh, about these yeah, sweatpants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've yeah, got yeah, a variety yeah. of tops, yeah, yeah. every kind of top, always phenomenal. But the ACE sweatpants are the number mm. one thing. I mean, just the best pair of sweatpants you'll ever put on. Uh, and they'll have you ready for a- any occasion. They look nice too. Uh, did you guys so, know? Sorry to interrupt. Did you guys mm-hmm. know that girls like love sweatpants season with yeah. dudes? Like that's a thing. Like because they can see the penis. No. Well, I mean, the ace. Not only are they going to see you the know? bulge, they're yeah. going to also be able to touch the fabric, and they're. It's going to be. It's a thing. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> um, uh, buy some time this summer with the Mack Weldon Daily Wear System for twenty percent off your first order. Visit MacWeldon.com/factor and enter promo code Factor. That's MacWeldon.com/factor. Promo code FACTOR for 20% off. Mack Weldon, radically efficient wardrobing. Okay. Well, guys. uh... It's time for the TikTok International Moment. Okay, some sweatpants. Um, 
Guys, you the guys Netherlands. Know, uh, women swear, stare at your dick a lot when you're wearing sweatpants. Yeah, you know sweatpants. It's it's a thing. <laughs> Maybe it's just my girlfriend. I don't know. She told me about it. Um, guys, the Netherlands is known for Amsterdam. Um, I think that's it. Uh, but hold on to your hats because the country famous for having the world's best city for drugs and sex tourism is, as Will you know talked about earlier, is once again in the news for penises. Okay, uh, but not the kind of penis you might be thinking of right now. No, this time it's a plant known as the Amorophallus decus sylvae. Um, oh. And I'm going to show you a video now of what I'm talking about. But it's a uh, it's commonly known as the penis plant. And this one at the University of Leiden is is, is uh, unique because this thing only blooms once every 20 years. The last one to bloom in the university was in 1997. I'm going to play you a little video, no sound. So there it is. Now you can see why they call it the penis plant. Because it just looks like a you know a little phallic there, um, and it? it's uh, yeah, it, it looks, looks like a, it looks like what I'd imagine a dinosaur's dick would look like. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know yes. about. Remember back, it's so it's it's remember the famous plant that bloomed in Warsaw back in June. Remember Polish people were lined up around the block after oh, the exhibit was closed. How yeah. could you forget? Right, that was the uh, that was the corpse flower. This is the smaller cousin of that plant, and both smell like rotting flesh when they bloom. Huh. Um, you know, this, like I said, this particular plant's on, only uh, six years old, and people are, you know, lined up at this university uh, to get a get a picture. And as you can imagine, um, lots of immature guests were there taking pictures. Uh, you know, kind of like kind of like this one. Um, you know, just <laughs> yeah. so uh, just grow grow up already. Um, but let's move on. Let's keep the phallic theme rolling, though, guys, and go to Turkey. <laughs> Where bananas the picture, are causing... For the <laughs> listeners, the picture was Wes licking the dick plant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, really the, rotting, the rotting flesh <laughs> dick plant. You Wes really got to get to YouTube.com slash hard. This is a great, great episode for YouTube. Um, so I don't know if you guys heard about this. So uh, Turkey has a shit ton of refugees, right? Uh, there are 4 million of them. 3.6 million are from, are from uh, Syria. Um, they, they have the largest refugee population in the world right now. And the Syrians over there are pissing these Turks off like no other. And what they're doing is apparently um, Syrians love bananas so much so that they're buying them by the kilo and they're driving the cost up so much that local Turks can't afford them anymore. And now it's become this huge deal, this this fight over fucking bananas. So back on October 17th, a video was posted of some Turks arguing with a Syrian woman about bananas. And one man yelled, you're living comfortably. I can't eat a banana. You're buying kilos of bananas so they're pissed that these the, the price of bananas has has gone up so much so of course seeing how much this banana thing pissed off the turks some syrian tiktokers started a banana eating video trend to oh, mock yeah. the turks oh yeah and here's a couple of videos they're just sitting around just pounding bananas together oh, yeah. laughing <laughs> um i think they're in a barbershop here and they're just yeah. peeling and eating bananas just like hey check oh, out all the bananas we have <laughs> there's at least 20 banana <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Here's another video of this guy in a mall. He's just got bananas on his head. It's a filter. And then he turns to his friend and the bananas peer on his friend. These are Syrian guys. So they're just driving the Turks crazy with these banana videos. Um, And then so here's here's. Yeah. So it's gotten so bad. Here's a, a, a 
an excerpt from the um, the Monitor, which calls itself the um, the the uh, what's it? the Middle East or the 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 pulse of the Middle East. Sorry, quote Syrians to be deported for eating bananas provocatively in Turkey. From the article, Turkey said that there was deporting at least seven Syrians for participating in provocative banana eating campaign after a wave of TikTok videos showed the Syrians munching on the fruit as the way of uh, mocking anti-refugee sentiment in Turkey and the battered Turkish economy. So, um, yeah. Did they know that they were being sexual with bananas or is it just uh... I think I think some of them are being more sexual. It's just but an unlucky way that they eat bananas. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard not to eat a banana and not be provocative. So I you, mean, you don't don't hand me a banana in public unless you're, you have a hat on the ground for collecting 10s and 20s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if you eat, yeah. if you're a slow eater, you know? Right. They're just um, making an example out of those seven because the Turks complain so much. Exactly. They yeah. they yeah. trolled them and triggered them yeah. so hard yeah. that they just are losing their mind. This is like when this is like when uh, any politician, particularly Trump in America, like threatens to shut down social media when mm-hmm. when there's an upsetting post or something. Yeah. This like this yeah. is like this is like when <laughs> any, any OnlyFans two thirty. Yeah. yeah. It's like when any mom and OnlyFans <laughs> tries to do anything, she gets shut down. Yeah. Right. So, um, like I said, so the the migration authorities' statement about deporting did not clarify what the seven people were charged with, but a statement from the Istanbul police last Thursday said eleven Syrians had been taken into custody for inciting hatred and insulting <laughs> Turkish people. Eating bananas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But apparently, this goes against some old um, Article Thirty Two about the expulsion of refugees and some nineteen fifty one convention on refugees in Turkey's own law. They they can't um, deport them if they're going to be if they're lives are in danger so they might not get deported after all but there's it's a whole thing over fucking bananas over there um and these these syrians are just just owning the turks with eating bananas on tiktok <laughs> it's funny so. it reminds me of the goya beans in america yeah yeah yeah, it's crazy. Um, finally, one more story. Let's face it, it has a lot to do with penises, but no matter how you shake it. Let's go to the Vatican. Um, but this time, we aren't going to be talking about what we really should be talking about when it comes to the Vatican. No, being it is the Day of the Dead, as Mark mentioned, let's talk about something a little spooky. We're going to talk about exorcisms, okay? So, guys, um, this pandemic has wreaked havoc on the world, uh, but those possessed by demons have had it particularly hard because Catholic priests who perform exorcisms have been unable to perform their mumbo jumbo rituals, leading leaving the devil to run freely and possess as he pleases. Okay, no. So along with the G20, the 15th annual exorcism conference was held at Rome this past week. Hell yeah. um, After being canceled last year due to COVID and the conversation at the five day event, which is hosted in a Vatican owned university, was mostly about the amount of calls the priests had gotten to exercise the biggest demon the world is currently facing next to Satan. And that is COVID. Mm. Okay, so uh, I thought you were going to say Bill Gates, but no, it's COVID. He's third. Gates is third. Happy birthday, uh, Bill yeah. Gates! By the way, is yeah. his birthday? It belated. Yeah, Sixty six. Yeah. I thought six, it was the other six, day. Was six, well, it was over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, six, 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 six. Yeah, that matches up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing his number six chain today. Sixty six. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Father Miguel Martin is a Spanish exorcist who's attending the conference. Told the Daily Beast, "We were under no circumstance." We were told under no circumstance should we perform the rite on a COVID patient. This year, the conference, which is officially called the Course on Exorcism and Prayer of Liberation, is especially focused on angels and demons in sacred scripture and the magisterium. And one of the instructors teaching exorcism at the conference, this woman named Fernanda, said they are also working hard on, quote, the alteration of the mental state and differential diagnosis between psychopathological disorders and the extraordinary action of the devil. So 
you know, how to tell if someone's just crazy or how to tell if someone's just possessed, right? Important. Um, yeah. The big ban on exorcisms came after uh, after um, this father in the Philippines, Father Ronaldo Ablong. Um, he had a bunch of exorcists go into communities, try to uh, battle COVID with exorcisms. And this was met with scorn from the some in the Roman uh, Catholic churches uh, for crossing the boundaries between physical health and true demonic possession as defined by the church. So, hmm. um, yeah. Hey, if it works, it works, you know. Right. Yeah, there's a scene. Yeah. So what's what's kind of what's kind of yeah. interesting is that is that the way the Catholic Church kind of deals with the devil uh, depends a lot on how the Pope references the devil. So Benedict the uh, the sixth did not refer to the devil as a force of evil, but rather focused on evil as a concept. Hmm. And Pope Francis can be heard referring to the devil as like in a human way. So the devil Uh-oh. wants us to fail. So the last um, we uh, must. Yeah, the last yeah. Pope as a concept could that then COVID could have fallen under the devil. I guess well, probably right. right. Well, the, the, he just this, this, this new pope makes it more like the devil is actually like a, th- a thing, a real He's entity, a, a snake, person, a goat or a human. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. He's right, big yeah. on demons. The new pope. Right. pope yeah. Francis. Current Francis. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like evil a as a concept like COVID. Right. COVID mm-hmm. evil as a concept. So yeah. he's more into that. Like he's into like uh, you guys seen the movie with the. Uh, um, the devil's Denzel. Al Pacino. No, Denzel, oh, yeah. where, the, yeah, where yeah, the, yeah. the spirit keeps hopping from yeah. people to people. John, Go- John Goodman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John Goodman. That. That's a good one. Yeah, it's yeah. a good movie. Fallen. Pope, yeah. Pope Francis is probably really into that movie. I think it's right. called Fallen. Yeah, yeah it's also he's, like right, probably what he's going to be doing for the, most of the next couple of years at his age, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to get a life alert. So uh, the organizers have was been it, was uh, it him or Biden or both. Right. Although I was going to say he's probably got a pep. He's got some pep in his step because he just watched another man. Did shit they both? Himself, so did they both? Do you think Biden took the devil. One for the Pope? <laughs> he is a devout Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's got to be a big like wind in your sails. If you're another old guy and you're like you're sitting there like totally, totally calm. And the other yeah. guy's pooping his pants like you're like, OK, I've still got it. I've, I've still got, got it. I've, st- I've still got some time. Yeah. So there are 404 certified exorcists uh, that the Catholic Church recognizes across the world. Just uh, just the best bullshitters on earth. That's amazing. Um, right now. Yeah. But they have conferences for this shit. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. So I want to go to that's one. what's going on. Yeah, we should go to one. They must be really fit. How, Wes, yeah. did they say exactly the difference hmm. between an ex, like a possession and a sickness? Uh, I mean, it's, it's just the devil. That's it. It's just a demon uh-huh. versus a mental uh, disorder. Do you th- how you know, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you determine that. Is, yeah, um, so, that's what I'm saying. Is there like a top guy in the church yes. who's like trusted to be? Yes. He's the one that, who determines. That's what I'm saying, well, how, yes. how, well, yeah, well, the Pope determines and then these 404 right, the Pope, guys. But then the besides four, him, these 404 yeah. guys must be the cockiest sons of bitches you've ever met. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like They're walking around town like, don't worry if there's a demon here. I think I can yeah. handle it. I would right. know. I would yeah. know. <laughs> I can exercise it. <laughs> right. You guys just enjoy enjoy your Amaretto Sours. Yeah. So, you know, but uh, yeah. Yeah. But then if they didn't want to fuck with you, they could just be like, no, you're just crazy. It's not a demon. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're you're beyond repair. I'm sure when it doesn't work, that's what they say. Oh, he must just be crazy. Exactly. (laughs) If I couldn't, if I couldn't exercise it, it's not a demon. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Take him to a doctor, will you? Jeez. (laughs) So put him on some meds anyway. Yeah. So that's pretty, pretty interesting. Um, But yeah, that's going to do it for the Halloween edition of uh, Hard Factor. Spooky. Are you you wearing that out tonight, Wes? No, I might answer. 
it's driving me nuts. Uh, the poop honestly. all over you. Yeah, the poop all over my face well, is driving me crazy. Well, it's a lot of crazy. makeup. I'm wearing a lot of makeup yeah. too, and it's hard to not touch your head at all. <laughs> I have I have eyeliner in for the first time in my life, and that is a weird feeling. My wife was like, "Oh, Dude. eyeliner goes inside your eyeball," and I was like, "What does that yeah, mean?" It's crazy. Just right? Shoved it down my eyeball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's so uncomfortable. I don't know how they do it. A lot oh. of people say that I have eyeliner in the comments section, and I don't. You're like you a Derek, uh, that's like a Derek Carr. People have a phenomenon with him. Yeah, I would yeah, hope you wouldn't costume, wear eyeliner daily because that, that was uncomfortable. No, yeah, yeah. It'd be too, it's too much maintenance, honestly. My costume broke during the show, so. Mm. Oh, did the hat mm. did? Oh, that's why yeah. it's on like a bucket hat. No, yeah, it almost look like, looks, it you look looks like, about. Oh, I see the string broke, yeah. You look like one of those girls from the uh, Swedish horror movie um, where they're like uh, going on Swedish vacation. Midsommar. Midsommar, you, when you had it on your head, yeah. You look like a Midsommar chick, yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, nice. I still see blinking when I. I mean, I just. just no, when, he, an image. when he when he does the halo, it's like Midsommar. When he does this, <laughs> whose who shit is on Wes's face? That's what I want to know. I mean, it must almost stink. Guy. Yeah. Oh, you is think it's it real? Mixture, it does mixture. look real? Well, yeah. What was that? What 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 was what was the? Concern? This is uh, Hershey's uh, Reese's cups and some oh corn. You just smashed <laughs> yeah. chocolate against I, yourself. I, I, I melted so you ate, it. You yeah. ate them about eight hours ago. That's not. That's not even. <laughs> Fucking shit. That's not, that's not makeup. That's just no, smeared no. chocolate. It's just chocolate. That's, that's got to be uncomfortable. I've been, I've been periodically eating it throughout the show. It smells probably, yeah. You have it? See, oh, I, I can get, that's nice. Get a little thing off my... Yeah. Nice. Anyway, that's going to do it. Let's end this thing. Thank you guys for, uh, for loving us. We love you. Have a great fucking day. See you later.